morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 251 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. What is that, our sin? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler, discuss video games, and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the prediction poppy, Arsene Lakpa. Hmm. See, it's crazy that you said that, because I actually predicted that you were going to say that, that I was going to be the prediction poppy. That's, That's crazy, crazy, right? <laughs> oh, how'd you know? How'd you know I was gonna say that? Look, what man, true. Look, man, I'm the prediction poppy. It's my job to know what's gonna come out of your mouth next. Wow. All right, so... the, the the bit the bit's over. I don't know what the I don't <laughs> okay. know what you're saying. <laughs> I, was, I was about to keep this up for a minute too. So I was gonna see Dang. how long can you attempt to try and match what I'm saying. See, I, I knew you were gonna say it. that's crazy though. That's I knew that one was coming. <laughs> that's an easy, you know. That's an easy Joseph. Look, uh, bro, I'm a prediction actually. poppy. That's not easy. Okay. That's that's okay. skill, bro. Okay, well we'll see if that's true because this uh, episode st- marks the beginning of a long string of predictions that we'll have coming up. Obviously, there is the rumored state of play, which I think is. It is a rumor, but I think it's pretty much guaranteed to happen here at the end of May. We're long overdue for a PlayStation State of Play. We will be predicting that on this episode. Uh, We have the Summer Games Fest live kickoff or whatever. We'll do predictions for that. And, of course, the Xbox Games Showcase coming up as well in a few, uh, in about a month now as well. Uh, so we'll do predictions for that. But before we get into predictions, there was a really huge interview in the gaming world. I thought it was super, super interesting. So I wanted to kind of break it down. Uh, and that was the Phil Spencer interview on the AxeCast. Um, so we're going to dive into that. I have a couple different points that I want to talk about, get your opinions on. Uh, but before we do that, quick reminder, everybody, if you guys want to join the conversation, comment on the episode, give us feedback, tell us what to talk about, ask us questions. Uh, best way to do that right now is to join the Discord. The link is in the description of every episode, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord, as long as with, as long as long uh, along with our social media links, as well as our Kofi link, which you can use to help support hosting costs for the year. Uh, we do this all of the... Uh, the generosity of our own pockets. We're being generous to ourselves by, uh, you know, paying for these uh, podcast servers. And uh, we're being generous to you guys by just talking about video games like a couple dorks every week. Um, <laughs> so if you want to help support, Kofi Link is in the bio. Without being said, or I'm just saying like weird segues. Without being said, that's not a thing. All right. Well, you got to make your own segues, bro. We can't just well, sit okay. here and. Just copy you don't stick to the status segment. quo. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't know. Okay. Well, then, without being said, we're going to talk about uh, the <laughs> Xbox XCast interview. So some context for people who are not aware of what uh, this interview was. Um, XCast had booked Phil Spencer uh, for an interview about, I don't know, whatever, um, months or weeks in advance. And... Uh, Obviously, Redfall came out. It was an absolute disaster. We talked about it last week. <laughs> uh, and they assumed he was going to cancel his interview or reschedule it. And he went right ahead along with it. So they ended up talking about a lot about Redfall specifically and Xbox and their game plan as a whole, uh, considering the the uh, road bumps and, and speed bumps they've had over the past uh, several months. So... I highly recommend everybody go watch the interview. I thought it was really interesting. You don't really see somebody high up in one of the bigger companies or really any big company gaming company at all kind of come back, come out and talk candidly and give you like insight on the process and stuff like that, which is why I really, really enjoyed this interview. Um, but I'm just going to go beat for beat on the most interesting things uh, that I took out to the inter- uh, from the interview and we'll kind of break it down as we go. Uh, for one, one of the first things he said is uh, Redfall was obviously something new for Arcane uh, Austin and Arcane in general. Uh, they don't really make multiplayer games like that. Um, and that some people might attribute that to why it failed. Some people might say, hey, where is the immersive sim? Where is Dishonored uh, 3? Where is Prey 2? Uh, where is Deathloop 2? Why are we getting this? 
Uh, and Phil Spencer, as a result, said he won't force teams into a box. They can make whatever they want to. Uh, sure, Refall did not hit the quality bar, but it doesn't mean that he will force teams to stick to one thing and stick with, to what they're good at uh, because he does like when teams come out with stuff like Grounded Pentiment, um, uh, Hi-Fi Rush, when players might be expecting something completely different or something based off of the previous track record. So he said, uh, sure, it didn't work out this time, but he's not in the business of forcing teams to make a specific type of game. Uh, I like that statement. Uh, I think we've talked about it on the show for a long time. Like Tango Gameworks is the perfect example of that for me. Uh, Evil Within as a franchise doesn't really speak to me. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo didn't really speak to me as a franchise. Too spooky. And, uh, on this podcast many times, uh, I was like, eh, I don't really care about Tango Gameworks. Like when we went through the Bethesda acquisition and the companies that would be going under Xbox's wing, Tango was not a game or a, a studio under my, you know, or in my like hyped category. Hi-Fi Rush completely changed that. That was a game that was something unlike anything they've ever done. They got out of the horror genre for a little bit, stretched their legs in the like little anime cartoonish comedy genre. I really love that. One of my favorite Xbox uh, titles of this generation, no doubt. So I really appreciate uh, the teams like expanding and doing new things. Uh, what about you? Um, sorry, I was looking off to the site. Ask that question one more time. Uh, how do you feel about, do you agree with Phil in the terms of like, Hey, if they want to make Redfall, let them make Redfall. Or do you think there should be some sort of guiding hand in terms of like, Hey, arcane people really want dishonored three. You maybe should make that. No, I definitely, uh, agree with his statement on this one because, you know, if you try to, once you start trying to, well, it's, it's, it's also tough though, because I think you should allow these studios to work how they work best, you know? Cause I think that, you know, arcane has been what going around they've been around for at least like 20 or so years or now right like they Mm -hmm. and they've been making games they've made some bops here they know what they're capable of doing and i think that just even though they were trying something new they knew what like you know kind of like how they had a vision in mind basically so i think it's Mm -hmm. perfectly fine to let your people work how they want to work basically but it gets a little tricky sometimes, you know, I think sometimes you might want to also kind of like rein them in. Cause you don't want, what am I trying to say here? You don't want them to just, you know, completely go off the rails. You don't want them to just completely decide, okay, now we're, uh, I don't know. I think like it, for, for the most part, yes, but the, there needs to be like some restrictions to that as well. I don't know exactly, uh, how to, perfectly phrase what i'm trying to say here for for how those uh, restrictions should look but um for the most part yeah i do agree with what phil's saying so i think what you're saying goes into the second point phil made where uh he was asked hey like why wasn't this game delayed um what goes into the decision for delaying a game uh and phil basically said hey uh if there's bugs and stuff we'll delay it but this really wasn't a delay issue he said that Basically, the vision of Redfall, the original vision was not realized. And when you are so far in development in a game and the team doesn't really hit their uh, goal of executing on that vision and actually finding the fun in whatever the original vision was, uh, that's just something that you have to deal with. And you have to either like cancel the game or put the game out. And it seems like they chose to put the game out here, obviously. Um, but he said, yeah, not enough creative differentiation and the team didn't deliver on their own internal benchmarks um no real discussion here but i do think that kind of lends credence to hey this game was already in development uh when xbox bought bethesda and xbox kind of just saw it and said okay uh we'll let you go ahead and finish making this and then by the time it was done obviously it was a stinky boo-boo and Mm. They just were like, okay, there's really no point in delaying it because I think we talked about this last week as well. Like, if the game is just not fun, what is delaying it six months going to do, right? Like, sure, there will be less bugs, but the game will still not be fun. Um, At that point, you have to, like, restructure the entire um, core of the game to to basically have a loop that actually people want to play. So I, I, I agree with Phil. I know a lot of people say, hey, this game should have been delayed. 
X, Y, and Z. This game looks like it was beyond the delay question. This game looks like it was at the cancel or just get it off the plate kind of uh, stage. And it seems like Phil agrees on that. Any comments there? I agree that, you know, in hindsight, looking at this game, it is, it was beyond the whole, you know, the whole delay um, category, just because like you said, it's a, there's some fundamental problems with the like, you know, game loop and like the, I guess the core gameplay. However, you know, in the moment, like while they were, you know, when Xbox first acquired, you know, Bethesda and they're looking at this game, this product, like you and they're they're trusting that arcane's vision will come to fruition by the time the game is done right so they're like okay yeah yeah, we believe in you guys we believe that this will you know look good but there were like i feel like there were a lot of bugs to the point where it would have been fine to still delay the game you know like that like when we look at the game as it is right now you know we got enemies clipping through stuff we've got ai not working what like at all obviously frame rate issues obviously you know graphical issues Mm -hmm. why can't we why can't why was like i don't know why I, i still just don't fully get why delaying was off the table in this sense you know like i think that they they could have taken that risk at least you know but yeah i think that so my i i am not in the game publishing business i don't know how this works from my point of view and this is not what i'm saying xbox should have done or what they what their thought process was my from my point of view the game looked bad as it was right um there is there's a difference between jedi survivor which had mm. terrible performance, terrible. Like people were basically saying, "Yeah, well, this game doesn't even really run; it's crashing." And I would say, in terms of a like technical uh, standpoint, Jedi Survivor sounds like it was is worse than Redfall, uh, just because it's literally crashing and deleting people's saves and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Jedi Survivor got put out because the bugs were sure there were bugs there. It was not bad, and granted, they even should have had a higher bar for their the game that probably should have been delayed a little bit but the fun in the game people were like okay when it works it's really fun and i'm willing to stick around and 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 patch it and the game got reviewed quite well despite the insane amount of bugs uh that were in the game redfall it's not gonna like you're gonna take a hit anyways so i'm like if you're gonna take a pr hit for releasing this anyways i think it makes more sense to release it before june where you can like release it, have it be buggy, have it, have it be not fun, let it get absolutely destroyed by Tears of the Kingdom, let it absolutely be overshadowed by uh, Jedi Survivor, and then hopefully people will forget about it, in which case you can have your June showcase and kind of wash the taste out of people's mouths quickly. And then, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, but that was bad, but guess what? June showcase, all these new games to look at, uh, you got Forza coming out really soon. You got Starfield coming out in September. That's my logic because, once again, I think this game is beyond saving. Like even if it wasn't buggy, I think people probably would have reviewed it almost as bad. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe five or six more points higher. Uh, but this game, there was no way that this game was going to be praised positively in any situation. And I feel like they probably knew that, and they probably would have rather just you know moved most of the team off of the project and had a few working on it but that's my that's what i would have done at least i think like with you know that logic that does make sense for them to release it you know now obviously you know to make sure it gets out of the way um however phil does mention that they had like you know a set of like you know mock reviewers basically go through Mm -hmm. and he was him and i guess the team were honestly were, were like shocked at the actual reviews by the time mm-hmm. it actually came out. So I don't know if that fully core, I don't know if maybe he was just saying that to, you know, kind of, you know, save face a little bit, but I, I just don't know if like, how can you have these mock reviewers say, like think that the game would score double digits <clears throat> higher as he, you know, mm-hmm. said, then, you know what, we're in the sixties. So they're probably thinking that it's, you know, seventies, maybe even in the eighties. Yeah. And then, I, I, you know, we differentiate so much. It just seems so crazy to me. I I think when he said double digits higher, I think he was definitely talking around the 70s because uh, it mm-hmm. was like in the 60s at that point. Um, but that's not a hit, th- though. That's not a hit. And I think I don't think they thought it was a hit at all. I think mm-hmm. like in an ideal, not ideal, but like in 
a decent scenario. You release it and it's a 70 and it's like, okay, well, it's, it's kind of like a Forspoken situation where first mm. Forspoken comes out, people like shit on it for a week and then it's just bad and nobody's playing it. So people move on and play Hogwarts or whatever. Um, I assume that was the situation where mock reviewers, I'm assuming like who knows when in the process these mock reviewers uh, review the game. And I think they said that, or from what I've heard, it's like, Teams like Microsoft typically hire an outside third party to come in and review the game. Uh, so I'm assuming somebody came in and reviewed the game. Uh, obviously, it's not in a finished state. So maybe mm. Arcane was like, hey, this bug will be fixed. This bug will be fixed. Uh, X, Y, and Z expect this and this. And then, you know, I, like I was surprised. Okay. I was a little bit su- like seeing the gameplay. I wasn't surprised. But games don't, AAA games don't really go lower than 69 67 um too often and i feel like the problem we have with the review scale a lot nowadays is like games are just reviewed too high like games get 70s for no reason like uh what is saints row at uh <laughs> is that a 70 something saints row Metacritic. another broken game yeah let's see saints row oh it's at a 61 never mind yeah okay. i don't know I mean, but Saints Row, Saints Row is like one of the cases where, hey, worst case scenario, uh, this will be it. But maybe they're like, this can't be it. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, 70, seeing the gameplay, I'm like, okay, this is not a 70. But maybe if the mock reviewers were under the impression that uh, certain things would be ready by launch, they were told to, you know, not consider those or, or take those with a grain of salt. Maybe that's how I got in a 70. Um and for the record, uh, I do think it's pretty... I think this game should have been canceled. Um, I mm. don't think that this game should have... Like giving the like I said, giving the team another year to work on this, um, I don't think this game still would have been fun. I think yeah. it would have had to have been fully, re- fully rebooted. I think the game should have been canceled. They did sell it for $70, um, and it did have a lot of bugs and stuff like that. So I think the only saving grace is that it was on Game Pass. So... I don't know who paid $70 for this um, and rip to you if you did. Uh, but uh, the only saving grace is that it was on game pass. They should not have released this and charged $70 for it in such a broken state. I want to make that clear. Um, and yeah, no, I agree completely moving on. We talked about the double digits. They're going to keep updating it. Uh, similar to see at these, he said, we'll see about that. The game is kind of, kind of busted. We'll see what they can do to it. Yeah. There's just um, like, I mean, what are they going to, we're going to, at they some point, do like they'll fall fallout 76 type deal where it's like, yeah, yeah. we're just remaking the game type, type thing. Um, uh, Paris did ask, Hey, avow perfect dark ever wild contraband hellblade 2 fable state of decay 3 we haven't had updates on those uh and phil did say some of those will be shown in the upcoming xbox showcase so that is interesting do you have any uh guesses on which one of those we'll actually end up seeing not really i feel like it's all they're all so mystical you know at this point where they're all just like they're still in that early ideation phase you know where right now because all we had were our announcement trailers pretty much um so no it literally could be any assortment of any of those but i would want to see i don't know give me a vowed and fable i guess or okay it could be perfect dark how about that okay okay uh one thing i thought was kind of wild was uh he explained that they actually saw uh they showed the game at 60 FPS on IGN when they knew it would ship at 30 FPS on console. I'm very mm. surprised that this was not the main headline, right? Cause this one <laughs> was him saying, like, yeah, we kind of like, misled everybody. Yeah, we lied. Uh, and like, that was one of the biggest controversies and that is like a clear PR fumble um, and just kind of like, misleading the fans there so i'm surprised there were no headlines on that one i thought that was an absolutely wild omission um don't do that that's bad uh if (laughs) you didn't know um he did say that finally uh he is starting to see that they are preparing to release a big game every quarter um he said finally 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 we're finally here where we can release a big game every quarter 
And when he talked about this, he says specifically, we have Starfield coming up. We have Forza. We have a collection of games. Uh, he said, we have Starfield. We have Forza. We have Hellblade. We have a collections of games and I'm playing builds of avowed. I'm wondering if the way he said that is the actual, the closest games, right? So I think obviously we know Starfield's date Forza got delayed, but it's still, I'm still expecting it to come this year. So mm-hmm. you gotta expect those are the next two games. I think Hellblade Two, based off of how everybody's been talking, I think Hellblade Two is the next game up. It might be later this year or it might be early next year. I think Hellblade Two is right around the corner, and I would be shocked if we didn't see that at the um, at the um, you know the showcase. showcase. Yeah, we've seen, um, I feel like we've seen too much of it already. We gotta. We've seen too much. We've seen a lot of cutscene type type dealios. Hey, uh, it's gameplay, bro. Come on now. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm and I'm sorry, Jeff Keeley, who who did tell me it was gameplay at the game. This Wars. is actual gameplay. <laughs> That's how he sounds. Um, he did. That's it. Is how he sounds. <laughs> we need to get Jeff on the show. Um, and he's also saying he's playing builds of Avowed. So I don't know. Very interesting. How I don't know how deep you have to be to be playing builds of the game, but that's boding well. I'm hoping that means that we might see Avowed next year. Yeah, um, for the CEO also, to be putting his hands on it, PCO's kinda... putting hands on it, and uh, from what I hear, Avowed is one of the games that is the furthest along in development outside of Hellblade Two and, and Starfield. So um, we'll see about that. Now, the last headline, the last biggest comment that everybody like blew up about: mm-hmm. uh, Phil Spencer admitted that they are not going to. He's X him and Xbox are not going to beat. Sony and Nintendo in the console race. He said, we're not mm. in the business of out-consoling Sony and Nintendo. Uh, people say, if you just focus on making great games, console sh- shares will shift. It's not true. Even if Starfield is an 11 out of 10, people won't start selling their PS5s. This was one that got tons and tons of headlines over the week. Phil is admitting defeat. Uh... Xbox mm-hmm. says good games won't won't do anything. How, what did you think about this comment? Because I think that even when I heard this uh, interview the first time, I kind of like listen. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. what, what are we saying right here? What's going on? It definitely had that kind of you know, what is this man talking about? At first, that was my, my my initial thought there. But the more I think about it, the more I kind of agree with what he's saying. Like you know, you can keep putting out these great games, you know, Xbox can, you know, put out banger after banger after banger and it's not going to allow them to outperform Sony since it's like if they're already what you know, leagues ahead of you and they're still performing at, you know, they Sony and Nintendo are still performing at their their best just because Xbox start to perform at their best doesn't mean they're going to catch up and then pass. Like I, I, I agree. Yeah. I don't think there's any way that that could happen. Th- that doesn't necessarily mean though, that, sh- that they should just, you know, put out six and six out of 10 games, seven out of 10 games. No, but I think we should start to, you know, I guess as a society, I think, you know, the console wars should have died when they first started talking about console console wars that's child that's child's play bro like that's when you were yeah. 10 years old and you're on the, the playground little bobby's got a ps5 or a ps2 and you got an xbox like yeah we're adults now bro we don't need to be talking about that stuff we, we play video games we play what we want to do don't worry about all that console war stuff i think that phil is right the, the console war stuff should be considered over and uh yeah, I, I do agree, and I like the fact that they are moving into the whole, you know, Xbox can be played anywhere um, type of mindset. I think that is, like, you know, that that I think that is the perfect niche for Xbox. You know, I think uh, Nintendo has their whatever Nintendo ecosystem, PlayStation has their ecosystem. This is Xbox's, like, signature at this point. And I think it's a good one. When we talk about Game Pass literally damn near every episode here, and we are always singing his praises. So I I agree with Phil on this. All right. Let me, uh, as we end this and get transitioned into the PlayStation State Play uh, predictions, mm-hmm. listen, let me end with a little rant, all right? Okay. Oh, rant, rant at me. What are we, what are we doing, all right? What, I... It's just some of the most brain dead takes I've ever seen <laughs> online from like all these YouTubers 
even like a bunch of articles where it's like, oh, Phil said that. Uh, I'm like, clear, like, just use two two brain cells to think, think about what this man says. All right, it's not even about the console wars. In what way? People are like, oh, Phil said, uh, making great games won't do anything. Like, how does that make any sense? All right, you're telling me that this man is just going to come on a podcast and say, hey. Uh, Starfield, even if it was uh, 11 out of 10, we couldn't beat Sony. So you know what? We're just, we're just going to make dog water games. That's the strategy now. All right. We're just going to make dog <laughs> That's water Twitter games. logic. And, and I'm, I'm making the statement right here on this podcast, dog water games only for the future. No, that's <laughs> dumb. Why would that be your takeaway? Like literally critically think one time. That's like when in elementary school, like, uh, you go, you, you're reading a passage, all right? And some something says Johnny goes to the Apple store. He purchases uh, three pieces of fruit and comes back home and gives them to his mom. What pieces of fruit did he give to his mom? And the kid's like, uh, I don't know. It doesn't say in the story. It doesn't say. <laughs> just think, bro. He went to the Apple store. He bought apples. It's the same case here, <laughs> Holy bro. Shit. Just because he didn't say specifically, oh, yeah, like, uh, you know, it, we won't beat Sony, but we still have to make great games because he didn't add that. You know, caveat at the end, people are like, oh, oh, oh. Um, but I 100% agree with you. Um, Sony and Nintendo are both in pretty unbeatable positions right now. And if you look back at the history of the console uh, war or like the console competition over like since the early 2000s, since uh, the PS2, uh, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, the PS2 and the original Xbox, every time. With exception of, I guess, the PS2 and the original Xbox. Every time somebody fucked up, right? Xbox came. It did pretty well. It had Halo. It had Xbox Live. Uh, it got console market through that space. And it also brought, like, first-person shooters to consoles. And that's kind of how the Xbox sold well originally. PS2, people loved it. People played tons of games on it. But then, in the Xbox 360 and PS3 generation, PS3 was way too expensive. Uh, it was pretty hard to develop for and Xbox kind of took a lot of momentum because of that. Uh, it was cheaper. Uh, everybody had every third party was on Xbox and it also had the best first person shooters. Next generation Xbox fucked up, obviously with the Xbox one PS4 flawless. They did everything right. And each year it was flip flopping and not to mention like Phil mentions the digital library thing didn't exist. So getting a PS3, had nothing to, or getting a PS4 had nothing to do with if you had an Xbox 360, because it's not like you're throwing away your Xbox 360 games, because for the most part, I don't think they were going to play on the Xbox One anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that we're in this Xbox Series X, PS5 generation, all of that is flipped. People who have PS5s can play all of their, their PS4 PS4s. games on their PS5, um, and Sony has not missed. If Sony doesn't miss... How is Starfield being 11 out of 10 going to change anything for Sony is going to have to release racial video games that just, you know, are just completely racist, anti-Semitic, homophobic. That might not even do it because, you know, there's always somebody (laughs) on the other side being like, I'm going to buy it. There's nothing wrong. What's wrong with the First Amendment? (laughs) I'll buy three copies. I'll buy three PS5. I have to cancel you out. Sony has to put out, first of all. The most it has to be a bad game, a really bad game. They have to put out maybe four or five red falls. Make four red falls. We need mm. three or four red falls. And one woke game. One game that's too woke, just to make sure that nobody <laughs> nobody else is gonna, <laughs> gonna buy it. It just has to be two we two woke and four red falls. And then maybe Xbox will be able to catch up. Assuming J- and that's just catch up. That's not even beating. No, that's not even past. That's not even because people still gonna be playing Spider Man on repeat and oh, all this other God. stuff on repeat. All right, Sony is uh in God mode right now. They got they're in first place, and uh, Phil Spencer and Xbox need a bullet bill big time. All right, thanks. Uh, so I 100 percent understand what he's saying. You basically have to tap into a market that doesn't currently exist to reach more people on your gaming platform at this point, which is why they're going to cloud and PC and stuff to expand their potential audience to sell Xbox services to. Um, so I think most people that I watch regularly kind of touched on this skill up, kind of talked about this um, and some other podcasters I listen to, but everybody else 
brain dead takes absolutely garbage garbage dog water uh zero common skin common sense Mm-mm-mm. quick question though yes we've we've talked you know we were just talking about how you know it's basically impossible for them to catch up to to sony here and i know he was basically saying that you know it's impossible to catch up to nintendo as well do we are we buying that do you think that is there a world where you know con- like you know let's you know I, obviously before i just say console wars are dumb could we see a nintendo xbox console wouldn't that be wouldn't that oh, be a little sight to see <laughs> no what are you talking about that's not happening bro that's it's not, not happening, happening ever okay all right I mean, maybe mind. xbox can finesse game pass onto a nintendo console maybe in 20 30 years i don't know okay okay, uh, okay. but it's not happening it's not happening yeah and, right. uh, yeah they're not catching up there's there's just no chance at least just by making good games alone they're not catching up mm-hmm. it's not happening um now We've talked about Xbox. It's time to switch the aisles, talk about PlayStation for a second. We got the PlayStation State of Play or the PlayStation Showcase upcoming. Uh, Not to be confused with the State of Play like I just mentioned. PlayStation Showcase are Mm. typically the uh, showcases where all the heavy hitters are going to be announced. The big roadmaps, uh, the best of the best. It's supposed to be a big uh, flash in the pan, exciting moment for PlayStation and get PlayStation gamers excited for the next couple of years. what I think is one of the best showcases in general across all gaming platforms was the PS5 original launch showcase where they had Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ratchet and Clank, Horizon, just tons and tons of bangers back to back to back. It didn't end. Um, and that's kind of where we get this thought that uh, PlayStation showcases are the big deal. They're not going to miss. PlayStation is firing on all cylinders. But what if I told you, all right, what if I told you I did some research and I watched mm. PlayStation 2021 State of Play uh, to prepare for my prediction. I was like, let me see the format. All right, let me see what they typically do. What's the here. flow? What can, I, what can I predict? What if I told you PlayStation State of Play 2021 was dog water, was garbage? garbage. I kind of remember that. Kind of remember that. This was the State of Play where they ended with PlayStation. Uh, they ended with Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine mm-hmm. and they basically wiped everybody's minds of the dog water that came like 30 minutes before but I'm we talked about that you, on the podcast we, we did talk about it but I think I forgot about it I don't know if you forgot about it but I was like oh yeah PlayStation State of Play or PlayStation Showcase these are bangers these are the good ones like we're gonna I was making my prediction list I had everything on there I had Kingdom Hearts 3 reveal on there uh, and then I watched this and I was like wait a second it could be this could be <laughs> kind of dog water so just a just a refresher all right i'll tell you what was announced star mm-hmm. wars knights of the old republic i think okay. that game got delayed infinitely i don't even think that's coming out project mm-hmm. eve i don't even know what's happening with that game that's, that one's still around this isn't that stellar blade is that the same one as stellar blade or are those two different that's games a different one i think that's a different one i think i might uh, put that down on my prediction i'm a, oh no they're, they're the same one project eve is stellar game? blade yeah yeah okay. stellar blade okay. previously project eve Okay. Okay. Still don't know where that is. Uh, Tommy Tino Wonderlands. I I don't Uh, know a single person that bought this game, quite frankly. Um, (laughs) Forspoken. We all know what happened with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rainbow Six uh, Extraction. Extraction. Ain't nobody Uh. played that one. Uh, Alan Wake Remastered. Okay. That's Remastered. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Uh, GTA 5 Online. You know, you got that one in there. Ghostwire Tokyo. Thought that game was a little mid, if I'm if I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, underrated game. I will say, mm-hmm. underrated game, solid game. Uh, Blood Hunt. Come on now, I don't even. Who's playing? Hey, Blood hey, Hunt? hey, hey, hey! Blood Hunt was good for uh, two days. All right, there we go. Uh, Deathloop. I think at this point we had seen Deathloop like twenty times. If I, if I, I remember that, and we were like, bro, uh, why are they showing Deathloop? <laughs> uh, Chia. Which is a okay. piece of indie game. It just came out. It just came out. Uh, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection for the PC and PS5. Okay, I guess. Mm, okay. And then Gran Turismo 7. Racing game. Straight. Okay. And then we saw uh, Spider-Man, Wolverine, and God War Ragnarok at the end. Bangers. Banger for Three bangers. Banger showcase. <laughs> exactly. This is a... We had about... 20 announcements 
this was a low hit rate to me. If this if this was a Stephen Curry uh, shooting performance, this would be a poor shooting performance for, from him, if I'm being okay, real. Okay. But he did shoot the game winner. <laughs> this is That's basically what this is. You know, yeah. he, he shot it when it counts. So with that context, I still think this fucking showcase is about the bang, 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 bang. I think we're going I back agree to completely. 2020. I think we're going back to 2020. Uh do you have your predictions on hand? Um, let me go ahead and pull up. Uh, the I mean, Google I might form. have it if I have it. If you have it and you get it before Let's I do, see. then so be it. You might be able to pull up the Google form and the responses. All right, I can go and edit my responses, but I'm not going to change anything. I got it here. <laughs> okay, okay. I promise. So we're going to start gonna here. Oh, I'll see if you edit. Don't worry. I think I don't know if I actually will. Uh, okay. So we're going to say how many new first-party titles will be shown. You locked in four first-party titles. I locked in four. I locked in five first-party titles. Okay. Okay. A little little competition. I like that. Okay. Uh, We locked in, or we asked how many third-party titles will be shown. You locked in six third-party titles. Is that correct? Yes. I locked in six third-party titles. Okay, that's great. We both are predicting six new third parties, all right? Uh, Next, list every first-party studio that has something to talk about. One point for each correct answer. You said Naughty Dog, Insomniac, and Sucker Punch. I am seeing Naughty Dog, Insomniac, Sony Bend, and Fire Sprite Studios. Fire Sprite? Is that different than Firewalk? Fire Sprite are the ones that they just bought, I think. Oh, it's Firewalk. It's the one they just bought. Wait, is Fire is Firewalk the one they just bought? Firewalk is definitely the one they just bought. Alright, well that's that's Ooh, what I meant. Wait, wait, no, Fire wait Sprite, a minute. Fire Sprite I think made the Horizon VR. Horizon Call of the Mountain. I wanted the people that yeah, didn't make Horizon Call of the Mountain. They did make Firewalk. Horizon. Uh, so you want to you want to change it to Firewalk? You want the, the yeah, Firewalk? They just okay, we'll give it. To yeah, you. yeah. I think they're going to be making a games as a service or something. So okay, Firewalk. I thought about that, but yeah, okay. So I think we'll probably have. I mean, we'll talk about we'll talk about some of the interesting stuff once we get through the whole thing. How many indie games will be shown? You said three. Me? Get that weak shit out of here. Zero okay, indie brother. games. I Zero indies? Zero indie games, baby. I guess. But I don't know, man. Like, think about that. What about that one time they showed Little Devil Inside? What's they show Little game. Devil Inside? That's a state of play game. They're showing it, bro. We need a release date. I feel like Those they done swept that game out of the rug. They done killed that game. whole studio. <laughs> I think that said, How dare canceled. y'all embarrass me? How dare y'all embarrass us with that last state of play? Oh, nah. Okay, sure. Uh, how many new franchises will be shown off? You said, you mean IPs? If then, if so, then two. That is what I meant. Okay. Uh, I was like, how are we going to know I, if it's a franchise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I said three total. One first-party IP. We're going to see two new third-party IP is my guess. Okay, um, sure. What will open the show? You said Spider-Man 2. I said Spider-Man 2. Uh, oh, what will close the show? You said Ghost 2. I said Wolverine. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, okay. It could be, I think it could be anything. Something is, obviously, it'll be something big. It could but. be anything, yeah. That's yeah. true. Do we get any more Wolverine updates? We both said yes. Do we see Last of Us multiplayer gameplay? I guess I said no. I don't remember saying no, to be honest. Hey, I don't remember saying no either, because then later on, I definitely say we're going to see like, Last of Us yeah, gameplay. Did I? <laughs> I? I feel like I said that, too. Okay, we both said yes. <laughs> we're we're going okay. to we're we're say, say yes on Last of Us gameplay. I don't know what the heck I was doing. Uh, will there be any unexpected partnership? We both said no. I said no. I should have said uh, Devolver, but just to keep it spicy. But now I'm going to keep it in no. Oh. 
My man absolutely threw away this next uh, category. Name five great game franchises that you will think be, will be shown. Throw away. This is legit. Uh, he said Ghosts, which is, I think, possible. Jack and Daxter, not possible. possible. Tokobot, definitely possible. not possible. Sackboy, Little Big Planet, Very possible. not happening. The Twisted Metal, Hell no, very po- they're they're making a show. They're not going to capitalize on the success of the, I mean, this terrible we, ass show. That's the sec- yeah, the success. We all saw the trailer, all right? Yeah, but they that, have to capitalize the on that that movement. That's you're, not, you you're not woke, bro. You don't know. All right, I said Wolverine is going to be shown. Alan okay. Wake is going to be shown. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy. I think that's kind of cheating, so I'll I'll, I'll change that's that. Cheating, bro. That's cause that's that is cheating, bro. That's coming out. It'll be coming out two weeks from. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'll, I'll switch it out for something else. Kingdom Hearts is going to be shown. Okay, that's a good. One. Uh, Street Fighter, which I don't know if they'll show it here, but I think they're going to show it. Kinda, I don't know when, when is Street Fighter coming out. It's coming out like beginning of June as well. Okay, why don't I? Why don't I spice? I'll get a little spicy. You, got you don't have to. I'll let you keep I'll, it. I'll get a little spicy, all right? I'll get a little spicy because I have some predictions, all right? In addition to Wolverine, Alan Wake, and Kingdom Hearts, we are going to see the return of Uncharted, the Uncharted franchise. You think Uncharted is coming back right now? What about Jack and Daxter? Jack and Daxter, more like, I don't know. But no, we're not going to see it. Mm -mm. Um, And number five, we're going to see our little buddy, all right? A little buddy with the cute little legs and the cute little head, Mister Astrobot himself. All They're right. bringing back. There's gonna they, be a. Bot. He got his game, bro. He got his game already. He's getting another one. Astrobot, Wolverine, Alan Wake, Kingdom Hearts, and Uncharted. Throwaways, throwaways, bro. Okay, okay. Your picks are ass. How many release dates do we get total? You say four. I say they're uh-huh. gonna go bold. They're gonna give us six release dates. Okay. Six release dates. Um, real quick, real quick. Yes. How are we going to handle... If we, So if we both get it wrong, are we going to do like closest for the numbered uh, ones? Or are we going to We'll do closest. And if we're the same, if we're the same uh, number, whoever got it closest without going over. We'll, okay. We'll, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, all right. And we're talking about schedules. Or, uh, you know, this the the showcase order. You said this is too much. Lol. Spider Two, Stellar Blade, Pragmata. Interesting. Little Devil Inside, Last of Us Factions, Doctor. What is Doctor Gameplay Trailer? It's like you know, like a gameplay trailer where you, they like they say this is actually in the game, but it's like a scripted like gameplay trailer, <laughs> oh, okay. or something. like something like okay. uh, what's that game? The Division or something. <laughs> something they would do. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then you said three more bum-ass indies. One of the Metal Gear Solid games is getting a remake. Wolverine early gameplay closed with Ghost 2. Okay, not a bad, not a terrible. I I think it's definitely plausible. Plausible. It's rough, but yeah. I got even, I got a little, I got even little interstitials in mind. All right, we're going to open with Spider-Man 2. Uh, It's going to release 11-22-23. Uh, okay. Jim Ryan is going to come out and talk some nonsense about PlayStation. Then Alan Wake 2 is going to sh- get shown. It's going to release on 10-25-23. Uh, we're going to get a Street Fighter trailer. We're going to get a random third-party game. We're going to get the Silent Hill reboot announced. That's going to come in 2024. We're okay. going to get the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake announced. That's going to come okay. in 2024. We're going to get our first full gameplay trailer for Final Fantasy Rebirth. That's coming out February 22nd, 2024. That's very solid. Okay. Then we got Herman Hulse coming out, talking about some nonsense about we make the best games here on our first PlayStation first party. He's on that big old head, ain't he? That's him. That's him. And then we're getting into the PlayStation exclusives. We're getting a new IP from Sony Bend. We're getting the new uh, games as a service from Firewalk. We're going to get Last of Us Factions gameplay, Dr. Gameplay, as somebody <laughs> on the show would say, coming out 2024, and we're getting Wolverine gameplay, kind of like okay. similar to the uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales gameplay we got like 
two years ago in that game. Okay. They're not going to give us a date on that one. Maybe they'll say 2024. That's my okay. Sure, sure. So let me ask you this. What is the light? Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm not excited about it. I Kingdom know Hearts they're going to just four. burn me. Kingdom Hearts 4. They're going to burn me just like they did with 3. But when do we think this game is going to get talked about again? Because I think it's almost a guarantee just seeing how Square and Sony are just like in bed together. This has mm-hmm. to show up at a PlayStation showcase, I imagine. Mm-hmm. When? Is it this, this the year? I don't know, man. I feel like it's, it's tough to say, but I feel like you know we're, we're already talking about Final Fantasy right now. That's true. Oh, that's Final Fantasy sixteen. Then we've got we also have, you know the Final Fantasy seven rebirth. Is, Good point. You know it's coming. So I think that it could be slotted in you know at our twenty twenty four showcase where Fair you know enough. Final Fantasy seven rebirth is either coming on the horizon or it just you know dropped early twenty twenty four. I don't know. And then now we're talking about Kingdom Hearts four. And then, you know, we're going to be worrying about the next Final Fantasy VII, the, th- the final game in the trilogy or whatever. Yep. And then maybe sense. Final Fantasy seventeen. you know, that's... So Fair I'm enough. thinking next yeah. year for Kingdom Hearts 4. I mean, we don't need it. Can't, can't people just still play that little mobile game? They still, they, they still putting out content for that? Is that the one where you get your name in the credits or whatever the hell? I don't know. They should have been updated in that real time. So whenever you go back and play the game, every week it like updates the list of names that it shows on screen. It just gets longer and longer for everybody that plays yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be That's pretty clean. That'd be terrible. Messed up, bro. Um, uh, so just like an overall perspective, do you think this is going to be like the showcase that re-sets up the next phase of PlayStation. Do you think this is going to be the thing that gets you out of your chair and be like, holy shit, they did it again. Or do you think it'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, I kind of expected this. Let's go. I think it's kind of, we're in that kind of, to me, when was like Pragma, Pragmata and all those games and celebrate those, were those announced when? 2020? Okay. I feel like PS5 launch and 2021 where we got to see, you know, Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. Sure, that 2021 showcase was a little light. That that was the one, 2021, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure, it was a little light, but I think that, that those two, that era was when we were reshaping uh, or we were seeing PlayStation's, like, you know, roadmap for the foreseeable future. And I think that we're kind of in the middle of that now. So we're not going to see any like, you know, groundbreaking roadmap changes or anything mm. yet. So I don't think we're there yet. Personally. Interesting. I you disagree. I do think disagree because I think we're pretty much we we're at the end of the pipeline in terms of once Spider-Man comes out, we know all of the first party stuff. Granted, there is some third party stuff that still has yet to come out. Pragmata, like you mentioned, we still mm-hmm. need to see more of Rebirth. Um, I think we'll probably get that at the showcase. But first parties, we're running dry after Spider-Man 2 drops. So I think this does need to be the one to set up the next probably four games to expect from PlayStation, including Last of Us Factions. Or wow. Okay. Like So obviously, Last of Us Factions and Wolverine still haven't come out yet. Um, but those two games, we don't know anything about. Um, and even Spider-Man, we don't know. We haven't seen any gameplay for, but we at least know it's coming. Or I guess we don't know that either, but we know it's 2023 and all rumors point to it's coming in the fall. So, um, I think we need to see some gameplay on, um, Wolverine. We need to see some gameplay on factions and we need probably two more games to basically at least solidify what, 2024 is going to look like is what I would okay. say. Cause like PlayStation is doing a really good job at filling in the gaps with third parties, exclusive third parties. So like final fantasy rebirth will fill in the gap for early next year, which I'm assuming the release date will be, um, or the end of this year, who knows? Um, I think, uh, final fantasy will be a nice thing there that they don't really have to depend on their first parties for. But after that, we need games to look forward to. Uh, we need Last of Us multiplayer. We need Wolverine. And it can't be all multiplayer. 
and it can't. Mm, I guess it could be sure. all story, but we need some more story based games to get people excited about. Wolverine will obviously do it, but if they don't have gameplay to show, we're probably going to need one or two more titles as well to look forward to down the line. Okay, sure, I can. I can see that. I will be disappointed if I'm not like, oh, let's effing go, like let's go next two <laughs> years, like I'm ready. Um, I don't want them to go too overboard. I don't want them to announce something that's not coming until 2025 or 2026 Mm -hmm. uh, like Microsoft has done. But I do want there to always be something to look forward to. And if we don't get that this this showcase, uh, I think it'll be kind of a bummer. I disagree. I think if if that happens 2024, then I'll be just uh, disappointed. But to each their own. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, I'm very excited to see how this show play- showcase is going to shake out. Um, we'll tally the uh, points once everything goes down, and we'll see who. I guess we're putting a pizza on the line. Do you want to put something else on the what line? A, I don't know, I man. I, I, I miss the days of the the bubble tea, but I'm, I'm down with just pizza again. If, if how about we let the people well. in the Discord? We can do bubble tea in the, as well. I want somebody in the Discord to pop off and say, "Hey." This is what y'all I'll should put bet. this form in the Discord too. You guys won't win a bubble Ooh. tea, but you guys can, can uh, fill it out, and whoever has the highest prediction total will be featured on the podcast as a, get a big old shout out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there we go. I'm very excited for the PlayStation Showcase two weeks, but in between that, we got to play some Tears of the Kingdom. So let's get ready for that. We'll talk to you guys Ooh. next week. Hopefully everybody gets their copy plays and gets ready for our little preview discussion. Um, once we've had a little bit of time on to it. And with that, thank you for listening to player player. As always, if you enjoyed the show, please give us a like a rate on a, a Apple podcast as well as Spotify raise five stars. Um, and just a quick reminder, if you guys want to help support the show, we have our Kofi link in the description where you guys can donate as low as a dollar to help support hosting costs. Uh, as always, if you want to join, join the conversation, uh, discord link is in the description as well, as well as all of our social medias, big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the hoop man. You can find my co-host Arsin as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch or Arsin Lakba on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on folks.